When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys of Reddit who have rejected someone. What's the worst way someone has taken it? A girl at work started playing some aggressive footsie at work. When I pushed her foot away and gave her a look, she went on to tell me I'm not as attractive as I think I am and that I should start dating girls in my own league. Apostrophe. I hate reactions like this. I don't care if I'm the ugliest guy in the world. My preferences are my own to have. If I'm not interested then I'm not interested. Rejection sucks but it sucks even more that people start to get personally vindictive. I came home from work to find her naked on my bed about a week after we broke up. She went into complete denial about the breakup and for months after would tell people we were still dating slash show up at my house. So like the episode of Friends where Chandler gets a new roommate who keeps pretending that Chandler didn't kick him out. Well when you sleep with someone's girlfriend, you have to kill their fish. Was in New York during fleet week, in my dress whites with my group, waiting to cross the street. Drunk girl comes up to me, grabs me and says she's always wanted to be with a sailor. I gently stiff-arm and let her know I'm happily married, but point out my young single shipmate in the group. But I want Jalo. Her friends have arrived by this point. She told them I was being mean, because I said no and started crying. The friends confronted me. It's her birthday though. Your wife isn't even here. Just be nice. Apostrophe. Your wife isn't even here. Just be nice. Who off. Wow. Even at my drunkest. Don't think I'd ever cross a line like that. Imagine if a woman said that to your husband someday. I dated a girl for a week when I realized she just wasn't my type and I wasn't hers. So I told her we would go our ways. Her way, however, was to stalk me for 3 fucking years, because we were meant to be together for life. Highlights were, making fake internet accounts of other girls I dated in those 3 years, and knowing frightening much about me, and these girls while writing me, impersonating them, calling every day. When I changed numbers she called every other person in my life she had the number of, trying to date people I know in my life, making weird collages of me and her on Facebook. Making up fake stories of her and me, and many many more. Thank god it became less and less after long, and exhausting talks I had with her to make her stop on and on again. Didn't hear from her, since 2015. Told everyone in the office I was gay. I have no problem with gay people, so I played along. Tell them she turned you gay. Oh my god I can feel the raw power emanating from this comment. A girl in high school out of the blue started describing what our house would be like once we got married and had kids. Told her that I really wasn't interested. And she lost her goddamn mind. For like two weeks she'd wait by the doors after school just to glare at me. Never said anything. Just glared. She was probably trying to put some kind of hex on you. I wonder if all of his exes are married now. Good luck Chuck. She stalked the shit out of me. Stole hair clippings and made a shrine to me in her closet. She was a real mental case. 
It's been over a decade, but she still seems to find me somehow. Was her name Helga Pataki? Nope. Goatee. Lying to me that she had become pregnant and intended to keep the kid. We had always practiced safe sex, but condoms have a non-zero failure rate. And there's no good way to tell someone who says they are pregnant that they are wrong. So I took her at her word. After three weeks of her stalling on showing me any kind of proof beyond her word. She told me it wasn't going to be a problem, but I was beside myself with stress until then. Meanwhile, I'm figuring out if I need to lawyer up, I take responsibility for myself. So being a deadbeat wasn't an option. But child support was going to throw a huge wrench into my financial plans. I was in the middle of moving to a new city as well. All in all, it sucked. Near as I can tell. Her goal was to inflict stress and pain. She succeeded. I fucking hate people like this. Hope you're doing better now. In high school, this girl would not stop texting me, so I blocked her. She then went on to tell her friends she was depressed and couldn't GRT over me, even though I rarely spoke to her in person. Only through her constant stream of messages. After that she fainted almost once a day during class, but coincidentally only in the classes she shared with me, then would cry to her friends that I was the reason she was fainting. Of course though, she never hurt herself during these faints and always managed to land comfortably on the ground. She also used to just storm out the door in the middle of class and literally fall out the door. Are you perhaps Naruto? Sorry don't watch, so I don't get the reference aha. Basically a girl liked him and fainted every time he talked to her. They ended up married. Probably a fantasy of hers haha. A dude asked me over to his house to study. He put on some pee and asked to jerk me off. I said no and then he figured he'd ask if he could blow me. I rejected him and told my mom to come get me. He persisted the whole time. Then at school every time he saw me, he very loudly called me gay to everyone around him. I'm not into dudes and he was in the closet. Honestly, I just smiled and kept moving every time and he eventually gave up. I think he came out two years later and was one of the four gay dudes in school in revolving relationships with each other. I half expected you to say that he stayed in the closet and is now a prominent politician in your area who lobbies against gay rights. Mike P. Called me a greedy Jew. I'm not even a Jew. Are you greedy though? Met some friends at a bar event. Friends had girl who was beyond shit housed with them. Friends mentioned going back to their place. I decide to buy a burrito and go home. Girl says I should come with. I respectfully decline. She demands I come with. I decline again. Well at least give me a good night kiss. If you're not gonna come with. I pass. Because I do not know her. I'm not remotely into her. And do not want to know her. This girl goes batshit. She's shrieking obscenities at me. Trying to slap me from the railing she's against. Just losing her mind. My friends are trying to calm her down. And I just peaced out through the kitchen of the place. Because I worked there. Dated a girl from work. After a few dates I didn't see it going much further. Ended it. Girl pretty much spread around we fucked at work. We didn't. That single handily cost me any kind of promotion or horizontal move off what I was doing. So I ended up changing jobs about 12 months later after every application for promotion was given to someone else despite myself having a lot more experience slash know-how with what we did. Prior to that I was being moved around from project to project. After, I just went back to permanent nights. 
Said girl went on to get pregnant about 6 months later by someone else from work. Lesson, don't dip your wick in company ink. My aunt once told me don't find your honey where you make your money and this story confirms it. Not me, but my best friend in school. She came on to him hard. In public, there were about a dozen people around. He was startled and turned her down. She then started screaming, stamping her feet and crying. Then she told all her friends that she would commit suicide. They tried to guilt my friend with that, but he managed to shrug it off. The whole thing blew off in three days. High school was weird. What a wild ride that paragraph took me on. TL, doctor, she got engaged to make me realize that she was my one true love and then threatened to commit suicide if I didn't elope with her. Girl who I saw just as a friend and had never flirted with started dropping really obvious I'm in love with you things in texts. I can't wait to go on a date with you. I can't wait to kiss you. Etc. I told her I wasn't interested that way. She kept pushing until I told her I was dating someone I wasn't and she sent me a really angry text message and disappeared. She started dating someone and got engaged. So thought I was home and free. Until she messaged me the night before her wedding. Basically she said she just started dating the other guy to make me realize how much I loved her and wanted me to save her from a marriage to this awful man. I told her no. Then she said that she'd just swallowed a bottle of pills and wouldn't go to the hospital unless it was on the way to Vegas to elope. I called a mutual friend and told them what had happened and proceeded to block the crazy girl on everything. Turns out she hadn't actually swallowed a bottle of pills. Was just being crazy. Well reading this, I gotta know more. Did you ever find out if she went through with the marriage and how it may have ended up? I imagine not well. He found out about it and didn't show up to the wedding. But she did. Feel bad for the dude. Had a chic smell me all over. WTF I know. Grope me. Try to dirty dance with me many times. After I declined several times. Tell me what arrest she was. And finally. After cupping my balls say stop. Being a bitch. Because I wouldn't F her. Weirdest effing person I've ever met. She later broke some shit in the women's restroom and walked home several miles, alone, on foot at 4am without telling her friends. Walked home several miles, alone, on foot at 4am without telling her friends. I guess at least she was committed to being crazy. I've done this. I once went on an internet double date. My friend had been internet dating this woman for a while and needed a driver to go meet her for the first time. To help convince me to drive. They arranged for one of her friends to come with. When we got to the meetup spot. A few cities over. The friend wasn't there. Stuck at work. So I was forced to play third wheel. Watching my friend and his girlfriend profess their love and make out. Needless to say. When friend finally showed up. I was overjoyed. She misinterpreted my thank god. Someone to talk to reaction for a oh my god. Love at first sight reaction. She got way intense way quick. So I eventually let her down as easily as I could. For months afterwards. I'd get multiple MLs and phone calls a day. With the craziest example. Being an ML with our names together forever. I love you typed out once for every day since we'd met. She also apparently went to my work once. But luckily I wasn't there at the time. I was on the verge of calling the cops after that stunt. Eventually. My complete lack of responses to her communication, and after blocking several of her ML addresses, 
It tapered off, but I'd still get random phone calls and emails from her. Even years after this all happened, I'm so glad I found you again. It was meant to be. I've got one. In middle and elementary school, this weird girl took a liking to me, followed me around at recess, and wanted me to marry her. When I grew up, if I wanted a recess to myself, I'd have to outrun her and lose her. Kept me in good shape. Fast forward to high school. I landed in the same film arts class as her. I'd often be out filming interviews and short films around the school. But when I was in the editing room, there she'd be. Ogling me from across the room. Inching her chair closer and closer. And complimenting me on virtually everything my hair. Clothes. Jewelry. Etc. I was a socially awkward teenager. And I didn't explicitly tell her no. As soon as I should have. She reached out to me on Facebook a few times asking if I'd consider dating her. And that's when I said I have no doubt you'll find the one. But it is not me. I'm pretty sure she started stalking me after that. It all started when I was biking to school one day and saw her leaning up against a telephone pole at the end of my street. Staring at me as if she was expecting me. She lives quite far away from me. I used to live on her street in elementary school. So she must have followed me home. Then gotten up at the crack of dawn and figured out when I'd be leaving for school. This happened a few times. Fast forward to present day, she seems to have figured out what routes I take home from work. Sometimes I'll be biking to work or home from work and she'll be standing at an intersection. Again. Staring at me as if she's expecting I'm going to come this way. She messaged me again a few weeks ago asking if I date her and I gave her a very clear rejection. Hopefully this time it sticks. I'm just really, really glad she doesn't know where I live. Rejected three different girls in a two month span and all three. What? Are you gay? No so am ugly? I didn't say that. Word for word every incident lol. One of them was kinda fugly though. So what are you? Gay? Every other weekend of every other month. If you must know. Not me but my best friend. He broke up with his psychotic gf. So I went over to be supportive, and I end up calling a female friend over that I know, likes him and I leave. Around 3am he calls me to tell me his ex tried crawling through the dog door, to get into his house. Somehow she manipulated him into getting back with her, and she's still that psychotic. Rejected a girl I barely knew who then started screaming she was going to kill herself, if we weren't together. I felt bad for her, but pro tip for you ladies that think this is a winning strategy, it kinda makes people wanna date you less. She proceeds to get on the ground and ride around saying she's having a panic attack and she could die from it. I almost laugh at how fake it all is, I mean. She gently sits down during her fall and then positions herself carefully and then stops moving, but a group of people come by and rescue her, we were outside a campus. She goes to hospital and obviously the doctors find there's nothing wrong with her. But she claims they just couldn't spot it. Starts spreading the word on how she nearly died from the cruel abuse I threw at her. And how when she was dying in the streets from a severe panic attack I just cruelly laughed and walked away. Don't think a lot of people bought her story. But I never really saw her again so it just kinda disappeared on its own. She stalked me for 19 months. Tried to hit me with a car. Tried to shoot me tried to stab me, wrote my mom a letter and signed it in her blood, wrote me a letter and did the same thing, and told all my friends I raped her. A few of them actually believed her, 
which just mystified me. On the positive side, I learned how to get a restraining order, gun permit, and concealed carry permit. I even learned you can get them at the same office from people who work at desks right next to each other. Pro tip, when they ask you why you need a restraining order and a gun permit, don't say because if one doesn't work, the other will. They have no sense of humor in that office. Shit. I wold found that funny. Girl asked me to prom told her I wasn't planning on going because I wasn't interested. Told her I had to work anyway. Asked for a few days to change my work schedule so I could go. I politely declined and she understood. This is the scariest one yet. They broke down in tears. And for the next 3 years I was bullied by those 2 years older than me in high school. I was shy and didn't know how to handle an attractive 15 year old. I was 13 at the time, coming up to me and giggling with her friend. I thought I was being made fun of again. Don't blame you. That's exactly what I'd have thought. My ex-wife started acting real shady. Sneaking out of the house to make phone calls. Hiding incoming calls and not telling who was calling in the middle of date night. Even though I asked nicely. She was also a mean drunk and had started drinking to excess every night. Then the physical violence started. Throwing shit at my head. Including a large rock. Kicking and punching when she got angry. This is where I drew the line. One night she went off the rails again in front of her small children and I just knew that I could no longer live like that. I had just returned home from a week long business trip and hadn't unpacked my bags yet. So I grabbed those, took one last look at my nice home and my family and left. As I walked out I knew full well that all of the things I didn't grab were probably gone for good. But I needed to be as well. Or I would either end up in jail or dead. She blew my phone up for the next couple of weeks. At least 60 text messages a day on the work cell. All hate filled and incredibly vile. I tried to call her a couple of times when off of work. To talk about how we could best separate our finances and things. And try to move on amicably. But she would just scream and accuse me of cheating. Because that was the only logical reason why I had left. Cheaters all do this BTW. The last time we talked before the divorce she threatened to file a false police report for harming her 4 year old son. She didn't specify whether the allegation would be physical or sexual in nature. That didn't matter to me. Neither happened. And either one would end my career in my freedom. I cut off all contact. I tried to get her served with divorce papers, only to learn from the process server she had abandoned the home. I went to survey the damage, to find almost all of my clothes had been bleached, along with our new living room set. The new dining room table and chairs had been gouged. Weeks worth of trash and raw food had been left out. The refrigerator had been turned off, leaving hundreds of dollars of food to rot. The whole place smelled like death. She had also taken all of the electronics, probably to hawk. My passport with stamps in it from around the world. And the painting I had inherited from my beloved grandfather who had passed away. She knew this would hurt me the most. All said and done. 7 grand in property damage and another 1500 in stolen property. I filed a police report for insurance reasons. And also for a restraining order. Because my ex had obviously gone batshit. And was capable of anything. The police of course didn't give to shits. Not surprisingly. Because vagina. Bro. Holy shit. Got her ask. How long were you married? A little over a year. We rushed. Okay. I rushed into things. 
I was disillusioned after my last marriage which had lasted over 10 years and in which, ultimately, I learned I didn't know that person at all. The marriage I originally commented on was years and a couple of girlfriends later for reference. I admittedly have horrible judgment when it comes to beautiful women. That's why my family, friends, and myself have forbidden me to ever get married again. But hey, if I don't have to go through the trauma the last two put me through, I would gladly die alone. Pulled a knife on me, like a kitchen knife in the middle of the school. I feared my life. She swung at me a few times and gashed my cheek. Then she started slashing at herself before teachers apprehended her. She was screaming all the while as well. And people wonder why I don't like Doki Doki Literature Club. Are you okie dokie? Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.